Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. It is the night we've all been waiting for. Diana finds out about Liza's age right here tonight on the Younger After Show on AfterBuzz Comedies. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hello, everybody. We are so happy to be here with you this lovely Wednesday evening. My name is Sahai, and welcome to the Younger After Show. Tonight with me, I have a lovely set of panelists here. We have Farai, who is handling some of our, you know, uh, special segments tonight. He's doing our little... uh, intros and welcomes to and thanking everyone that commented last week. Hi, Farai, how you doing? Good. Good. Are you excited about tonight's episode? Yes, this episode had me alive and well. Perfect, perfect, (laughs) perfect. And we also have the lovely Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Hello. Taylor's doing our younger isms tonight, so you don't want to miss that. No, you don't. Nope, not at all. And then we also have some predictions, some news and gossip, and you're going to find out is our boy Nico leaving the show? Stay tuned. You do not want to miss it. And as you may notice Miss Alice is not here with us this evening, but she's off jet setting and she will be back next week, right? Yes. So, it happened. It happened. What a big episode tonight. We needed this, like you guys said. What were your overall thoughts? I did not see it taking such a turn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. Like I actually really like it when Younger kind of delves more into the dramatic side, because it's obviously a comedy at its core, but I like it when they go kind of emotional, and Diana's one of my absolute favorite characters. I think anyone that's heard me talk about the show can, you know, can devise that, like, from how I talk about it, but I don't know. I thought that she had so many great scenes in here, and I think it it was time. Like, it's been six seasons, and so I'm so glad that she finally got to find out finally and be on the same page as everyone and I don't think it disappointed me at all. Yes, you know, I love Diana to see our girl fall out in the streets of Times Square. I was hurt. We were all worried. Farai, you said you thought she had a heart attack. Yeah, and I was like, well, okay, the spinning stuff, I'm like, whoa, the dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the drama that we know and love from Younger and it all started with Miss Liza, you know, and that's where we'll start this evening. So we open up the episode with Charles and Liza having breakfast in a lovely home. Can we discuss where is this home? Is this a new home? Because this does not look like Charles's old house. Oh, we or had it... to sell his house, right? Oh, so this is a new location? Because this, yeah. this is spacious. But, but the... it's still the Upper East Side because they mentioned later in the episode, like, oh, you're moving to the Upper East Side. But that kitchen looked very L.A. Exactly. <laughs> it looked very fresh and new and the lighting was amazing. So I'm like, or is it that we just never saw the kitchen prior? Yeah. We I mean, only... It looks like, like a penthouse or something. Right? Something Tori Spelling would live in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they're they're in their romantic bliss having breakfast together and talking about the kids' homework. Now, we now you remember from previous episodes that Liza used to babysit Charles's daughters, but now she is like mommy number 2 taking the homework to school. <laughs> Were you guys surprised by that? Like, no, no, because she's so maternal at her core. And, like, even when she... I think she misses having Caitlyn be young sometimes. Mm. Like, you know, being 
a mom with kids at home and so I think it's really sweet I always loved it when she used to babysit them so I think I'm, I hope that we like see her interact with the kids more yeah and like see that because obviously that could lead to some drama yeah, too that school got so much drama we didn't even see the kids at all right, right? What? I just realized that I've been bamboozled again <laughs> <laughs> so what Farai is talking about so Liza goes to drop off um, Bianca's homework one of Charles's daughters her book report which she said she worked on and we know how it is you know how your parents be doing your homework for you and I thought that is so sweet do you think Liza does stuff like that to like kind of get the kids to like her more or is it just her natural like ability to help no kids are just lazy <laughs> like literally I can't even name to you how many assignments my parents have done for me over the years like and I'm just as smart because of it right like, exactly these parents know that these teachers know that they need to stop doing that but it right. makes so much sense because it was a book report so yes. I feel like Liza just even if like Bianca wanted to do I think Liza just gets carried away when it comes to books anyway so she was probably just like oh just let me like let me help you outline exactly. a little bit she probably picked like the most ridiculous book like oh if, well if my mom had a book I'd be like I'm gonna be talking about my mom's book marriage vacation like, can you imagine the speech i would die. that would be hilarious so liza ends up going to the school and runs into miss pauline now y'all know how i feel about pauline she just irks me she's messy i like it i know i like that she's messy too because you don't expect her to be messy at all she's always like oh my god liza her voice is like so like soft endearing and soothing but she's like a savage and then she the moment is. she like something happens she just snaps and i'm like where were you pauline she was taunting liza liza borrows her her a coat from the closet of Char- charles's closet she doesn't know who's who the coat belongs to and of course it ends up being pauline's old coat and pauline there was a part of her what that wanted to snatch that coat off eliza for real do, do you, you guys agree so? yes I, I thought they were actually getting along pretty genuinely uh no she needed something that's why they were getting on getting along genuinely sorry guys yeah. <laughs> okay okay you're right, you're right yes pauline is a slippery snake i don't like her so she sees liza and you know they have a a, a cute moment. They kept it cute at the school to the point where Pauline agrees to even put Liza on the pickup list, which I think is a huge responsibility. Would you be ready to like, do you think Liza's ready to be all in like this, picking up the kids from school, you know, doing the homework with them? Is she at, are they at that point yet? I don't know because I don't think we've seen her with the kids enough, but I think that Liza's definitely like mature enough to handle it. And I think that she can separate like, I don't see her being someone who wants to just, like, take Pauline's place. You know, I think that she knows her place. Mm-hmm. And, like, Pauline's the mom in the situation and you're, like, you know, the dad's girlfriend right now. I think that she would be able to, like, recognize that and not cross boundaries, to be honest. Yeah. I think it's moments like this that um, you have a woman that is capable of you can trust her with your kids homework Mm -hmm. and pickups and things like that that Charles appreciates that Liza is 40 something as opposed to 20 something whereas you know some 20 somethings they you know you gotta dip it and do it you gonna be like no I can't pick up your kids I gotta go to the club I've got a happy hour to I don't remember to feed myself so I (laughs) wouldn't trust myself with that exactly Farai what do you think I would agree with what you said yeah (laughs) I would it's like oh my gosh uh, I just I about while you guys are talking, I was thinking about all the events that unfolded. Like she should have just never went to that school. Like, mm, <laughs> but you know, everything happens for a reason. So also at this school, um, prior to Liza leaving that morning, we um, have a moment where Charles says, "Hey, 
why do you continue to like not have all your clothes here? Why don't you move in? Oh, I'm sorry. And that actually happens at the office a little later. Apologize. But yes, Liza and Pauline go to school. They have that moment. Liza puts gets her name on the list. Then Liza goes to work and sees Charles at the coffee maker. I think now that I think about it, wait a minute. She saw him at home. Now she saw him at the coffee maker. It's a lot of... They, they, when do they get time apart from each other? Not at oh. all. Then you got the kids. It's a lot going on in the Liza Charles world. But Charles at the coffee maker is like, hey, sorry you saw Pauline, who also invited Liza to dinner. To lunch. Yeah. To lunch. Mm, shady. I think it's all part of her tricky plan. I just wondered, how does Charles have time to be a parent in the midst of all of this? Mm, and like, a new mogul to his new company and a divorced dad. It's a yeah. lot going on. But the same way Liza has to juggle being an assistant, you know, people, I guess they make it work in, the, in their world. Yeah. <laughs> but it's easy uh, when you're rich, isn't it? Exactly. That <laughs> it's like, yeah, how does Angelina Jolie do it? It's like, how do her nannies do it? <laughs> exactly. What did you think? Did you think it was cute when Charles asked Liza to move in with him at the coffee maker? Yeah, and I honestly think that it's time. Like, I think they've been together a decent amount of time, and, like, I feel like it's a good... They're, like, in a good position to do so, just because he did just, like, sell his other house, and, like, I feel like they're in that sort of, like, crossroads where they have to, like, pick whether they're gonna cool it off a little or just, like, dive right in. So I think it makes sense that they decided to dive right in. And she's been squatting in Williamsburg for six years. (laughs) But this, you know, Williamsburg, it was also where her best friend was. And Liza moving in with Charles means she has to move out from Maggie. I know. When she made her that, that I thought it was going to be a complete dinner, but she just made her pie and some drinks. And <laughs> <all I> need. <laughs> True, exactly. And, and she's I, not really hard to please. Exactly. I mean, I would love a piece of pecan pie right now. So um, when she, when Liza had to tell um, Maggie. Maggie, yes. I was going to say someone else. I don't know who. When she had to tell Maggie, Maggie was so sad. To see her, she said Liza's re- her relationship with Liza was the longest relationship that she's ever had, and I'm like, mm, that was so sad. Did you think that Liza was going to choose? Did you think that dinner was going to lead to Liza telling Maggie she was going to leave, or like just say, "Hey, Charles gave me the, this option. What do you think?" Like I thought they were going to actually have a discussion, but she was like, "No, nah, girl, I'm out. Bye." Well, it's inevitable. I feel like older people just understand, like, after a certain amount of time, you are going to move in with who you're dating, who you've been interested in, who you've had this long connection with for the longest time. Plus, like, she's at that age where he has a means, she has a means. There's no, like, question of if they're being together at this point. They're together. They're together. They're Mm -hmm. not breaking up. So I think that's what... I mean, also, she's a grown-ass woman. So, yeah. I was a little bit surprised that it was so soon, just because I thought she would think about it a little bit longer. And I was like, I didn't really know what was going on at the beginning of, like, the dinner scene until they referenced, like, the Star is Born, which I thought was really <laughs> funny. Um, but, yeah, it made me sad because it is special, especially with when you, like, live with someone, like, just as a roommate who you grow really close to. And, like, they said, like, have nights where you just watch baking shows and drink wine. Like, it's sad. It's not going to be the same. Even if you see each other, it's not going to be, like, a sleepover every night like it was. It yeah. made me think that me and my roommate are going to have to go through that one day. And you it's gonna will! Be so I've already been through that before. I have to do it again. Yeah. Yes, it's part of growing up. 
Uh, and you know what else is part of growing up? Watching After Buzz shows. Damn. Yes. Farai, tell us about them. We just wanted to thank you guys for making us the ESPN of talk for us to continue to grow. We could really use your help. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes and make sure to leave a comment as always. We love hearing your feedback, especially from you, Fiona, M, and Nancy Rose. So thank you guys for watching and don't forget to subscribe. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for everyone that commented. Also, heads up, as I noted in the comments, some of our syncing was off last week. We are working on it. Hopefully this week we'll be on and popping, but please stick with us. We'll get it right. So back to the episode. So we were talking about how Liza um, has decided to move in with Charles. And to me, here she goes giving up something to be with Charles. And this is meaning she's giving up her relationship with Maggie in a sense, because things will change for her love for Charles. And I feel like we're just seeing her make so many adjustments for him. Do you guys feel like Charles is making the same amount of adjustments to be with Liza? Well, I don't think she's giving up being friends with Maggie at all. I think she all she is is giving up a bedroom. They're still going to be friends. It's going to be different, though. It's different than, like, when you can come home to your friend and tell, and tell her the tea, as opposed to having to call and set up a time to do lunch, and then, you know, it's not going to be as easy. Texting. No, it's true, though. <laughs> it is true, because when you move out, you, you just don't see each other. Like, you're forced to see each other every day when you're roommates, not that, like force in a bad way but you I mean you interact with each other every day and you're right you can go home and just debrief about your day and all the stupid stuff that's happened and when you have to actually go out of your way like if you're moving across town I mean you see each other less and you might not share as much just because you're not sitting on the couch for three hours every night mm-hmm, spontaneously mm-hmm. Yeah. maybe because I'm just like really social I'm like oh I can keep keep in touch with anybody but the older I get I'm like oh people don't have time for me but are I don't you have in, time for that are you in a romantic relationship no see when you are you're gonna have to choose because it's like okay the, the, excuse me <laughs> I don't have to choose for anything gonna, I can do exactly what you're I gonna, want it's gonna but it's something's gonna fall to the wayside you're gonna either have to focus more on your relationship or focus more on your friendships you're gonna try to find a balance and some people enjoy merging the two but I like to keep my relationship a little separate from my my friendships just in case so the friends don't get too comfortable giving me their opinion about what I'm doing with my love life when I Thank that. you, thank you, and this is for when so, I get like a you're love speaking life. from experience. Yeah, I mean, yes, I, I uh, yes, I have had this experience. But moving on to other people that have had romantic issues, we have Pauline and Liza at this this lunch, right? Um, and Pauline invites her to this lunch, not just to be like, "Hey, girl, what's up?" but to say, "Liza, I miss you as my editor." Now, remind me, where did Pauline go? Is she at another company? Like it threw me so. off a little bit. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that too until they mentioned. I was like, oh, I didn't even realize we were writing a sequel. <laughs> I know, me neither. <laughs> I forgot. So I'm glad that they like plant these little things to remind yeah. me of what happened. But yeah, I think that she's at a different company. But like, pay her then. You can't just be like, oh, will you read these two chapters just because, like, you're such a good editor? Like, give her the money and, like, give her the recognition. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure that was going to lead to, like, okay, let's talk about a sequel. Like, because if you're having an editor read it. No, she's mm -hmm. she's signed on with someone else. Oh, that's whack. She needs to go somewhere. (laughs) Shady Pauline. Publishing drama. Shady Pauline strikes again. Well, that's the thing also. It's like, um, Pauline doesn't we have to remember why Pauline left. She, you know, she was so upset about the 
the relationship that uh, Liza and Charles had, that she no longer wanted to even, you know, be around Liza it was so difficult for her. And now she's like, oh, please help me out. I, 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 you were the best person for me. Why do you think Liza and Pauline work well together? What is it about their, you know, is it because they both have slept with Charles? Is, is that the connection? <laughs> or is it like, I, they're kind of different, but I wonder why they work well together. But I don't think they are that different because mm-hmm. Pauline, like the whole premise of marriage vacation was that she was sick of like being stuck in her life with Charles and Liza at the beginning of the show she was tired like she just gotten a divorce she was tired of being in that suburban bubble too which is why she even got this job so I think they actually have a lot of similarities and understand each other on this like weird deep level so I I think it makes sense that they click in ways you just brought it all together wow (laughs) that's true like so Pauline is living the life Liza would have had had she remained a 40-something-year-old woman. In a way, yeah. You know? But Liza had the opportunity to kind of escape as this 20-something. And that may have led to what happened next, where at this debutante ball, where Liza and Pauline are walking arm-in-arm as best buddies, Pauline spreads the beans, spills the beans to the entire publishing world and tells everyone that Liza is 40 two years old i seriously <laughs> thought like i did not believe it was actually happening i was like oh liza's having a dream sequence about what the <laughs> what worst case scenario would be but no they stuck with it and i'm so glad they did because i think that was a harder choice to confront a head on but i i like was so excited to see this honestly as bad as that sounds i was ready for it isn't that big of a deal to Pauline that she's 42? If anything, that'd make me feel better that a 42-year-old was in care of my like my kids instead of my 20-something-year-old. Right. Like, if anything, I would have been like, oh, that would have made me feel a little bit better. Like, I wouldn't have felt as insecure. I would have just felt, like, really good. I would have been like, oh, okay. Like, why does... What does this concern her? Like, that's what really <laughs> bothers me the whole time. I'm like, is this really crushing your world? Like, oh, my God. My ex, he's dating someone who's 42, well, you know, Pauline, 10 years older than she said. Pauline has had issues with Liza. She, they, she, you know, it, it was just until this episode that they made amends, quote unquote, you know? So remember, they're st- they were just on shaky ground. So, but pa- Pauline, I agree with you. It's like, okay, Pauline, you overreacted. I think it's not like your, your children were around like a, a sociopath, you know what I'm saying? It was just a woman who, like yourself, may have shaved a couple of years off her age. And yes, you didn't no, but uh, hello, Liza doesn't know everything about what happened in your relationship with Charles, okay? People have secrets. But, like, in defense of Pauline, I think that if someone does lie about something sort of major, I mean, I feel like that's a somewhat major, just, I, I don't know. I feel like it's similar stuff. Like, what else is she lying about? Is she doing other things to take advantage of it? Like, from a mo- mother's standpoint, like, I don't know that I would necessarily trust her as much around my kids like to play devil's advocate i also agree that it's a little bit of like okay you're being dramatic but it is like a a fine line about like oh maybe if she you know did this facade like what else is she lying about Mm -hmm. this is what pauline should have done she should have acted right at that event Mm -hmm. sat liza down and charles down and gotten all the facts point blank period all the tea and been like this is why i did it this is what i do i have kids 
laid out her whole story, and then she totally would have been okay with it. But like I said, the dramatics. Pauline is mm-hmm. a drama queen, and not only at the debutante ball, but every day, it seems like, okay? <laughs> so here it is, the, the darn lady at the school who had to take Liza's driver's license was the one that told Pauline about Liza's age. Okay, so she was wrong. Yeah, what kind of, like, whose <laughs> business is this? It's yes. not yours, I cannot, secretary lady. I cannot stand people who do not mind their business. I would not have said anything. Like, Stay in your lane. Okay, <laughs> she is the one that messed it all up for Liza, but at the same time maybe freed her in a sense, but I have a friend that works at a, a, a very posh school in New York, and I can see, you know, she think about it, she has a rapport with Pauline, so she's like, I'm gonna look out for you. I don't know this mm. new girl, I'm gonna look out for you. You my friend. That's actually really true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I think Pauline's reaction, although dramatic, was also maybe a little in part to being jealous. Think about it. Liza now has her husband husband she got to be cute and 20 something have this career pauline is now divorced you know she don't got no man no more and she's still <laughs> she having tr- writer's block so pauline you know she could be a little bit salty we need to get pauline on hinge <laughs> <laughs> that is what we need to do season eight. exactly <laughs> season exactly. eight please get pauline on hinge you know i don't know what's gonna happen to pauline but we did see our girl diana have an outburst. So when Pauline spills the beans about Liza's age, Diana, who has since made it known to everyone that she's now engaged and also had Charles announce it at the meeting on her behalf. No Diana. ring, by the way. <laughs> Not one ring sighting. You know, and so he's working on it, you know, with his plumber's salary. He's fine. He's got the coins. But Diana's reaction at this debutante ball, first of all, you know I love a Diana ensemble, okay? Iconic. How beautiful did she look in that red Gorgeous. ensemble, okay? Like a queen, okay? So when she came in her cape and she opened it and she said, you are a liar, Pauline. We are taking away your sash. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. It's like, that was the first time I ever saw how much Diana loves Liza. She was like, give me your sash. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. dead. It was so sweet, though. But I, and I felt so bad, because you knew like, you knew who was right. I know. I know. I know. <gasps> I mean, in that moment, we realized everyone and every uh, so many people knew, but Diana did not know, to the point where she ran out into the streets of Times Square and we saw her chest aching and she falls out. Farai, I too thought our girl Diana was a goner. I was like, a heart attack? What? She's the same age as Liza. I was shaking in my boots. I'm like, there's no... I thought she was going to be dead. I was like, they're killing her off? I was like, oh, it's that all over no, again. No, we can't have any deaths. We can't. And only only uh, bad. bad dies. We, and he, he deserved it. Did you think... Why did you think Diana had such a, a, a reaction like to the point where she had a panic attack? Was it, you know, the fact that she just asked Liza to be her maid of honor in a weird way? <laughs> was it the fact that, uh, you know, her man, Charles, was gone to this woman who she thought was younger but now isn't? Is it the fact that she thought she knew her assistant but she really doesn't? Like, what did you think was going through her head at that time? I think it's because everyone else knew but her and she felt like she was left out on it and that everyone was kind of having a joke at her expense. 
Which makes a lot of sense. I don't think she even really cared about her age that much. I think it was the fact that so many other people knew and mm-hmm. didn't tell her. Yeah, it made her feel less than. Like, she doesn't mean anything when it's like, I brought this girl in and now she's, like, telling everyone but me. And I'm, like, the person who, like, even built her to be something. It's an ego thing, but it's like a, uh, why doesn't everybody love me thing. Yeah, I think she's insecure for sure. Intr- I don't, I just, I still don't, it's like... First of all, when did she realize that everyone knew but her? Because she went from the event to the hospital. So I guess during that... When she looked at everyone's faces at that table, I think, after she had that outburst and no one else was, like, having the same reaction as her, she was like, oh, I'm in the wrong here. Got and it. And everyone else knows it but me. The only two people that were having that reaction were Lauren and Zayn. Yeah. <laughs> well, who cares what Zayn thinks? Honestly, I was true. like, oh, Zayn, no one's gonna tell you either. Like, you been here for five seconds. No one, even tells, no one even tells Zayn when they switch the coffee machine. Like, <laughs> there's no... No, Zayn. You don't need to know. And Lauren... You are not hella good at PR. You could not tell that she is 42. Like, everyone's like, wow, great Botox. I'm like, she does not even look 26. She kind of does, though. I'm not going to lie. I buy it. Let me tell you something. I I think uh, Sutton Foster looks amazing. Amazing. You know, I follow her on her Instagram, and I look at her weekly, and I'm like, girl, you look great. So I could see Hutton. Hello. 20-somethings look a little bit more mature these days, which works too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, thank works you. to everyone's advantage as you you age. But I think seeing um, Enzo come to Diana's rescue, you know, I was like, look at this. She ha- it, w- it made me feel happy that she had somebody. And the fact that she was like, I only want to see you as she lied in her hospital bed, you know, makeup smudged, but still in her flawless ensemble. I know. I was like, wait, where's the, where's, <laughs> the hospital where's gown? Where's the hospital gown? I could see her being like, I'm not wearing that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The only thing missing was her beautiful necklace that she was wearing. But um, it made me, it warmed my heart that even though she felt like she had nobody that, you know, she could rely on at that moment, she had Enzo. First of all, Enzo's reaction. He was like, whoa, Liza, she, 42, oh, she looks good for her age. <laughs> she had everyone fooled, you know? Um, and then the fact that uh, Liza and Charles showed up and, and Diana was like, no, I don't. I don't want to talk to you. I don't blame her. Harsh, harsh. So then we move on to the next day at the office. And now everybody knows, okay? <laughs> the secret, the cat is out the bag. Everybody knows. Do you think it is a weight off of Lysa's shoulders at this point? Or is she feeling embarrassed? Or is she feeling concerned that it's another burden? It's another burden, and it is a little bit embarrassing that she was like, it's not like she came out and told everyone. It was more the fact that she was like exposed. Mm. So it's like, it's different when you like say it yourself because you're revealing that information and you're revealing the truth. Whereas like if you're exposed, like everyone just looks at you as a liar and anything you say after that is just like, it doesn't mean anything anymore. I feel like she felt a little bit of relief, though, honestly. Like, I feel like she had to, because she's, I mean, she's toyed with this idea of, like, letting everyone know so many times, and I think at the end of last season it was that she, like, wanted to go for it, but they had to stop because of investors or Quinn made her not do it somehow. But I I think it is a little bit of a relief, but I agree that it's not in her own terms, and so that is probably, like, an area of, like, (laughs) a hard area for her. Yeah, and she has this difficult time, which this reveal of her age to everyone, you know, without it being on her own time, does prevent her now from from moving in with Charles. And, you know, she happens to get a call from an angel named Josh. (laughs) The way you worded that. (laughs) 
cannot. Whom, of course, you know, I know, I, I love. And Josh is like, hey, what's up? Okay, so Josh does not know that Liza's secret has been revealed. And I was like, Josh, where have you been? But I had to remember Josh is in uh, daddy land now. He don't, he don't know what's going on in these streets. No, but- he doesn't know what's going on at millennial slash Mercury slash <laughs> outer space. <laughs> You know, he's with baby Gemma. So um, he's like congratulating Liza on this move. Do you think like this call was really genuine? Like, hey, I'm happy that you're moving. Because remember, she's down the street from him. And, you know, to hear that she's moving to the Upper East Side, was Josh genuinely excited for her? Yeah, honestly, I think he was. And just the fact that you know, she was like, well, how much time do you even have to, like, listen to me complain about all this? And he was like, however long you need. I think he genuinely cares for her so much, and I don't think he holds any ill will. Yeah, he likes her in, like, a motherly way. <gasps> don't oh, make her older, shoot. please. Like, so... Uh, she is a mom. <laughs> she is a mom, I know. I'm still I'm still holding on to the 20-something, but I love how Lauren kept on throwing shade at the office. She started call, calling Liza ma'am and asking her if she recently got Botox and talk about how she respects her, her elders. elders. I was like, <laughs> ding, Lauren. Why do you think Lauren had that reaction? It was so Lauren. <laughs> like, she's kind of poking fun at her and just being, like, in the most Lauren way possible. I don't even think she was trying to be mean. She was trying to be like, how did I not know? Right. But it's like, she was friends with Maggie. Like, that's the thing. Lauren had so many opportunities to figure it out on her own. Like, so but the fact that she didn't know, I was expecting her to be like, oh, I knew. Like, there, she had, didn't have Snapchat, she didn't have social media. Like, come on. Lauren, I know. She started for like. For being a PR girl, like, you're not really up with the times. <laughs> well, she's a PR girl, not a detective, okay? Yeah. So- it's basically hand in hand these days. But Lauren, the fact that she was like, well, she did take the the, the Splenda from the table. Like, I thought she was just being quirky. Yeah. <laughs> quirky. And so it was, it was just so funny. I think I wanted, you know how Lauren is so big on like empowerment and women's empowerment. So I kind of wanted her to take it a little bit easier on Liza, but it was funny the way she, she did it. And hopefully she doesn't ride her too long. But then, as we mentioned, Zane had a real attitude about knowing. Now, I, I, I agree with you guys. Zane, um, first of all, you just got there. Two, you uh, have been a sneaky snake yourself. Who, who was supposed to be letting you in on, on the uh, the dirty secrets? Uh, Kelsey? No. Especially since he's always switching teams every seven seconds. So, like, yeah. no, we're not going to tell you. Like, that's like major we'll ammunition. Especially since you are just at a competing company. Why would we ever give that dirt to you, Zane? We'll tell the interns before we tell Zane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Well, that was our episode this evening. And now we will go into some of our special segments. The first one being Youngerism. Yes. <laughs> so, if you are new here, you just need a refresher. Youngerisms is um, a segment where we say our favorite lines from the episode. There's always so, so many good ones. Um, funny lines, emotional lines, impactful lines. We share them all here. So, Heidi, do you want to start with yours? Sure. Um, when Diana's talking to uh, Charles about, you know, revealing that she's engaged because she swears he's going to be so hurt, she says, you know, I'm just your work wife despite the bullpen gossip, which I love. <laughs> and then it's like, who's, who's gossip? <laughs> the bullpen, okay? There's no bullpen. The bullpen is her office and herself <laughs> exactly. in it. I mean, they do have the new coffee maker, so maybe that's it. I don't know. And I had one more. Um, when Zane finds out about, you know, Diana being engaged, he says, oh, Diana DeLuca. 
that's better than trout. And she's like, I'm keeping trout. <laughs> I do like Diana DeLuca, though. So is it going to yeah, be Diana? Diana Trout DeLuca. I like that. DTD. Okay. It has a ring to it. How about you guys? What were your youngerisms? My favorite was when Kelsey said she skipped prom to go to a Danny Kane meet and greet. And I was like, that's a little random. But very Kelsey. Oh, there were so many. I love, like, literally every single thing Diana said in this episode. What I loved when um, Liza, like, went in to hug her, like, when she was, like, her quote-unquote maid of honor. She's like, you get one hug a year. And I was like, wait, that's literally me. Like, this is too relatable. And then I loved Lauren's line. She thought Four Loco was a rapper. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Although it would be a good rapper. I age. agree. Yeah. I'm it. sure that's coming next, honestly. I love that somber scene when they're, like, her and Liza are talking at the end and she has, like, no makeup on and you know she means business. And I'm just like, oh. It was so good. So sad. You could just tell that she also like, couldn't believe that Liza actually cared about her and, like, wanted to be her genuine friend rather than her assistant, too. I know. when So, Diana and Liza have this, like, showdown, this heart-to-heart where, you know, it, everyone lays all the cards on the table. And Diana just, she still had a lot of questions. She couldn't understand why Liza lied. And she starts saying, you know, why would someone want to take my urine to the doctor and hold my hand on the red carpet when I couldn't, uh, could only go by myself or, you know, encourage me to stick with Enzo when I wanted to leave him. And she starts listing off all of these things that, you know, show what a true friend would do for you more than a, a, a simple mm. assistant, you know, and it speaks to how their relationship has evolved and it helps Diana understand kind of where Liza was coming from. But what really hit home was when she was like, why would you want this job? Nobody, you know, would want this. And Liza was like, exactly. That's why I had to lie, you know, because no one would hire me. How, what were your thoughts on that scene? It was so good. I'm serious. It was one of my favorite scenes in this, sh- like, of this show because it was so real and just like so well acted by both of them and just really got deep into the emotional core. And I love how Diana couldn't say "I love you," so she just like was, she like, said, "I need uh, the financials." Look up those numbers. <laughs> like this is exactly how she says it, though. Like she bullies her a little, and then that's how she shows she cares. I know. And she initially, when she found out, she revoked uh, Liza from being her maid of honor, and then she gave her back her position as. Old maid of honor. I'm not joking. <laughs> and so also, Liza, um, Diana said that she was at work early because she was writing um, Liza's, you know, uh, forcing, you know, making her quit. Uh, is she back? Is Liza fired or not? Not just a look at the number. She's back. Oh, she's back. Okay. Um, you think she's week. she's fired? Okay. Okay. We'll see. We'll I have a very interesting prediction. About okay. Wait. So we'll get Ooh. into that. Before we get into predictions, let's get into some news and gossip. So, as you know, I chrome all the cast Instagrams throughout the week, and we'll start with the biggest news of them all. Our boy Nico has joined the cast of a Walking Dead spinoff. Now, does this mean he will be leaving our lovely younger show? Fortunately, according to an an article on TVLine.com, it does not. Nico will still be able to manage his duties as Josh on Younger in addition to his new role on this Walking Dead spinoff. So, that's exciting to hear. Um, it's gonna. The show is gonna focus on the first generation to come of age in the ap- 
apocalypse as we know it. Some mm-hmm. will be heroes, some will be villains. So that should be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll get to see something different. I'm sure we'll have an after show for that too. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then <laughs> and then our next piece is our girl Molly with her dog on a Aww. stoop. I thought this was like a very New York moment. The caption says, Stoop pals, one of us is wearing a bark collar that makes a high pitched noise when we scream at other doggos on the street. The other pictured is not. Um, and I just love Molly. She's like, she's just one of my favorite people, especially on Instagram. I love following her. And how cute is her doggy? <laughs> And then our next picture is of Miss Hillary Duff getting a tattoo. Anybody here? Josh? No, not from Josh. Okay, (laughs) but it should have been. It should have been. The the caption says, "Had a little sit with Winterstone today. Love, thank you for my sunshine. She's a bright addition." And then we see a picture of her new sunshine um, tattoo. Now, as a little known fact, my name Sahai means sunshine. So again, here I am connected to the show every week. Every week. More I mean, it just it never ceases to amaze me. So, um, yeah, that was our news and gossip for this week. So now we will get into predictions. Oh. And now you're after Buzz TV. <laughs> predictions. So I'll start with you, Taylor. So Quinn's back next week, which makes me terrified because mm. she is terrifying. I think she's definitely going to blow things up. Um, I also think, just from the little tiny preview we saw, I think that Kelsey and Zane are going to like really have to move in one direction or another in the relationship because they are so back and forth. They're sort of together. They're sort of not. They love each other. They hate each other. I think they need to pick a direction and like really just go with that. And I can I I feel like that might be coming soon. Okay. Okay. How about you, Farai? I think. Kelsey's gonna have to fire Liza, and then Liza's gonna write a book about it and sell it to Millennial. Oh. It's gonna be called Younger. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly really do think that. And then the whole next season will be about how they're gonna market her book. Interesting, Ooh. interesting, interesting. Because it is, you know, causing a lot of buzz in the industry. They kind of need a big hit. So I would, I could see that them using Liza, or you know, we talked about Charles's book. I yeah. hope something happens with that. I would like to see that happen. But then it be kind of like the same thing about age and maybe it's too too similar but I still want to get more from that book with Charles. I think now that everybody knows um, we're going to see issues at the office for Liza and, and some of the other co-workers or within the industry. Um, we're going to see how Lauren and Zane and other people react to one, finding out who already knew, like when Lauren finds out that Josh already knew and that, you know, they're going to have that mm-hmm. conversation. I think that's going to be an issue. And then Liza living in her truth as a 40 something, you know, she's been dipping it and doing it and keeping it cute for all these years. Is she going to come back with the ponchos like she did last time and suddenly be looked at as an old lady, you know? So I think that's going to be a bit of an adjustment for her. Also with Charles, you know, how the fact that Miss Pauline talking about, she want to renegotiate their custody terms. Okay. Pauline, you're doing too much. That is it that serious. She won't follow through. She's like weak. Like, like there's no way. <laughs> exactly. 
so hard. <laughs> Listen, Pauline didn't have a problem when Liza was taking her kids off her hands when she was jet setting in on her marriage vacation. Okay, right. she didn't care if she was twenty something, thirty something, or forty something. She was just happy that the kids were gone. But you know what is not gone? This younger after show we will be back next week and thank you so much we loved having you my name is sahai you can find me on instagram at say hi sahai where can they find you for i f-a-r-a-i with five eyes twitter and instagram you guys can find me on twitter at alphabet underscore and and on instagram at taylor underscore gates underscore thank you guys so much we'll see you next week and thank you we'll watch you next week bye, bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.